0: Welcome to Making Conversations Count, the podcast that brings you business leaders and their stories, sharing pivotal moments that created turning points in their work and life. Today, I am joined by Google's recognised as the marketing coach, the fandabulous Janine Coombs. I'm so excited. She has come as herself today, but uh, if any of you have seen her on LinkedIn, she does turn up as different people from time to time. I'm so pleased that you've accepted the invitation to join us on the podcast, Janine. Tell
1: everybody what you do and how we first met. Thank you for that intro. I'm so pleased to be here. Thank you for having me, Wendy. I'm, as you said, a marketing coach. I like working with what I like to call joyfully ambitious business owners. So I want this feeling of positivity to permeate all of the work I do with clients and any marketing issues they want to work through, their business structure, that kind of thing. I love making things simpler. The keep it simple rule keep it simple keep
0: it simple
1: cut out the nonsense and the jargon it's about touching people
0: and I think that's what attracted us uh, originally was not just your creative imagination in the video series that you put out you know where you are acting out different scenarios in marketing that affects us that we can all see happening unfolding between our eyes and then we go oh yeah why did we do that (laughs) was brilliant but you've got a very conversation style. You get to the point of things and I think that's kind of a love of using words and conversation that we share.
1: Yeah I love a nerdy word conversation and I like using unusual language and you're right I've specifically chosen a tone of voice that reflects how I sound normally but like lots of slang. I like funny British slang.
0: All right Treacle. The reason that you kind of stand out is perhaps like anything in life, isn't it? That you attract people like you. And I saw you doing something that I just hadn't got the time or the balls to do. And and I was applauding you, you know, going, I'd love to have the time to do that. That is just awesome. And I could see that it was really getting some engagement, but also that you were really enjoying doing it. Because if that engagement was turning to something where you were opening up conversations for people and being able to help them because you are showing up as honest and approachable, that's the reason for doing anything, isn't
1: it? Yeah, no, you're right. It did open up loads of conversations and loads of different opportunities. And I was able to in some circumstances deliver some quite hard truths but in a hopefully empathetic way because I was acting out to you know I was having a conversation with myself so it's like I can put myself in your shoes because probably I've been there and this is how I would have spoken back to myself. In fact I do do that a lot with my husband you know I have a go at him about something and then I answer as him and then I have a little conversation with myself, which is really satisfying. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know,
0: strangely, I know what you mean. I have conversations with my husband in my head, which means that I don't end up having the conversation. And over 20 years, I've actually turned into him and he is now answering like I used to. So we must be careful on those head conversations, maybe.
1: Yeah, I actually do it out loud in front of my husband so he can witness how I think he would respond to my question. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and how does he feel about that? Is it normally quite on the mark?
1: I think so. The thing is, I do it to like annoy him. But actually, I end up showing that I understand his point of view, which which is sort of shoot myself in the foot slightly. <laughs> yeah. I was like putting on a silly voice. He sounds like punch. You know, Punch and Judy. That's how he sounds in my little scenarios. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can almost feel a new video series emerging just from this one conversation where instead of Janine talking to herself, her husband may just make a debut.
1: When I recorded the first series, he helped me do some of the recording. I could, I could barely keep him off camera. He's such an extrovert. Like, no, Rich, it's just not as funny if you're in it. It's got to be me. <laughs>
0: Well, and I'm, I'm glad he's helped you to do what you do so well. It's that shared love of conversation, I think, in work and, and everything else that made me go, Janine, there's got to be a pivotal moment in your life. I'm guessing that there's more than one, because most guests have said it's difficult to think of one. But what
1: are you going to share with us today? One that really sticks out for me was when I was in secondary school. My history teacher, I had a conversation with him, room full of girls and he'd asked us <clears throat> um whether we were feminists who who in the room was a feminist and none of we all just shuffled awkwardly in our seats how old must we have been 14 15 we didn't really understand what feminism was and we were like oh don't know I don't know whether I dare admit to being a feminist and he said well you all should be because I am um, and we ended up having a conversation about what feminism means and why he considers himself a feminist. It was just a really powerful conversation to have with a man at that age when I hadn't really got my head around equal opportunities or equality of any sort, to be honest with you. Didn't really, hadn't really worked through that in my mind. He ended up being very um, influential on me.
0: What was his view then on feminism that he was trying to convey to you girls?
1: Well, we were just about to learn about sort of the, the votes for women movement and the suffragettes and that kind of thing. So that, that was the context. We were just about to cover that in history. And his view was simply that, like, everyone should have equal rights. And there's just, you're this person, so you're not quite as entitled, or you're that person. You're slightly different, so you you don't deserve this. It's everybody's equal. You know, It's just the most fundamental, unarguable thing
0: It's a deep seated value that is lost on a lot of people, isn't it? Oh, do you think? Mm. It's got me thinking actually that it is a very powerful. Question to raise and a conversation that is still happening now. If you think if it wasn't feminism, it would be Black Lives Matter or it would be over politics or over who should and shouldn't isolate with COVID. When you think about it, it is a base value, isn't it? That regardless of age, colour, gender, sexual orientation, religious orientation, when you come to think of it, we should
1: all be equal. Yeah, it's a simple concept. I think it's harder in practice because we have been programmed by our society and and our, you know, how we grew up in the society we grew up in and the media and what have you. I do think we've all got, every single one of us has got prejudices in us. I've been doing my reading, (laughs) doing (laughs) the research, due diligence, due diligence. And um, I believe that we all have prejudices. And it's, you know, if you want to be a good human being, you sort of recognize that recognize that does not make you a bad person but it just means that you've got to be a bit more vigilant with how you treat people and just don't take things for granted
0: yeah I think influence from all sorts of areas of our life whether it be your parents when you're very very young like you've shared with your teacher has influenced you and when you go into the workplace, you're expected to behave in a certain way. And that's kind of of culture, isn't it? That you, you're expected to act in different ways in different scenarios. How did that teacher talking about feminism affect you going into your life and to the point where you could say, well, today it's made this difference?
1: If I hadn't have had this knew that this conversation I was having with you was coming up, I wouldn't have thought about it, but it was a really key moment. And if he had said something derogatory about feminism or the feminists, that could have set me off on a completely different path. He was just, you know, he was just laid it down so simply. This is what feminism is. Everybody should be feminist because all it it means is equality for women and men. And I think it sunk right in (laughs) as a sort of a foundational belief and value. And it it did set the scene for the rest of my life and belief about what I could do in the world and what women should be allowed to do and what their role is in society and all of that.
0: Did it open up ideas and options that you perhaps had previously thought were closed to you because you were
1: female? No, I don't think for me because I was in an all-girls school so all girls were expected to do perhaps what weren't traditionally considered female study subjects so like I I quite liked sciences and that kind of thing and I did do science at a levels I didn't do very well at them (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that was because um you know I felt like that's not a path I should have pursued no I just feel like it was a, a foundational kind of belief I mean who knows who knows what the what influence he had on the decisions I've made in my life it certainly not stopped you from doing anything you've wanted to do. No.
0: What an amazing, amazing teacher to have had. Maybe you'd have got a better result at A-level if you'd have taken history.
1: Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, science was very difficult and um, I didn't put enough work in.
0: In retrospect, you know, hindsight is a wonderful thing, isn't it? If you, if you could go back and change anything, there's probably lots of things, but then that wouldn't have led you to where you are now.
1: Exactly, and that's lovely, isn't it? When you can say, "Well, that I probably didn't do very well, and that I probably didn't do very well before I changed it, I wouldn't have ended up in the place I am with the people I'm with, and with the kids that I've got, and what have you."
0: What a powerful, pivotal moment to have been questioned about feminism. You did me a favour. You really did. I think by you coming and sharing that today, Janine, you're going to do lots of people a favour by making them think. Actually, what are my values? Then, do I look at things equally? Do I have any discrimination against certain things? I'm sure we all do in a prejudice of some form. Where has that come from and how do I change that?
1: Especially if you're running a business, it is a time to think about what your values are because it goes through everything you do. It should inform your decisions. It should inform your fat, your brand, shouldn't it? Who you work with, how you expect them to treat you, how you're going to treat them what you help them with it informs everything and um, it's tempting when you're setting up a business to focus on all the little bitty bits that need to be done your to-do lists and what have you but actually some time has to be taken out to decide what kind of person you are and um, why is that and it can be quite a privilege to sort of to do that bit of work and put aside some an hour or two to really think about what kind of person you are and what kind of person you want to be. Well you've got me thinking
0: Jane, I am so glad that I asked you to come and share today because I think it's a really powerful story. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to come and join us. If anybody wants to pick up the conversation with you, where do they find you? They will find me on LinkedIn
1: with both feet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's Janine Coombs. We'll put the link in the show notes for you. And your website is Janine Coombs, isn't it, as well. So
1: yeah, .co.uk. Okay. That's me. But come on, LinkedIn, connect.
0: Yes, pick up the conversation and see where it leads to. I uh, can't thank you enough, Janine. As ever for the listeners, don't forget we answer all of your comments. Please share this with your friends and family. And don't forget to subscribe on the following link, all the W's dot making conversations count dot, studio forward slash
1: podcast.
0: Until next time, thanks so much for listening.